Want to support Not Straight Cast? Visit the notstraightcast.com slash store where you can get a Not Straight Cast t-shirt, hat, bag, coffee mug, and much, much more. Along with getting some snazzy merchandise, your purchase in the notstraightcast.com forward slash store also helps support the show. Once again, that's notstraightcast.com forward slash store. I don't see mm-hmm. where the government has the right to stick their nose into people's bodies, you know? Right. Of course, that came out wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Not Straight Cast, with your hosts Jazz and Bailey, Joe Cronach. Hey, hey, hey. It's me, Joe Cronach. I'm here with Jason Bailey. How you doing today? I'm great. How you doing, Joe? I'm doing good. Do you like the uh, British guy we have now? Yeah, he called me Jazzin Bailey. No, it's Jason Bailey. Here, I'll have him say it again for you, okay? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, here you go. This is not straight cast. With your hosts Jazzin Bailey and Joe Cronach. That's Jason. Jason. <laughs> sounds kind of French, too. Yeah. I, I, I don't know where you grew up, you know? Yeah, it could be the French Riviera, for all we know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But anyways, um, yeah, this is our second episode. We finally got through the first episode, and thanks Absolutely. everybody for listening to that. We had over yes, thirty you million returning. viewers. Yeah, I'm sorry, sure no listeners did. actually. Yeah, I'm still thinking I do video <laughs> podcasts. This is an audio yeah. podcast. <laughs> oh, you're sounding like uh, redhead Blackbeard there. Yeah, redhead Blackbeard. As right. long as as long as nobody can verify it, we can claim whatever we want. Exactly. That's that's his motto, not ours. <laughs> you play dance music all day. Absolutely. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyways. Uh yeah, we keep playing it over and over and over again and you can get more yeah. and more annoying. Oh my god. Ah. Anyways, no, <laughs> we're not gonna go there. So, um, how's your week been? It's been a beautiful week out. You've been doing oh a lot my outside? God, Joe. Yeah, well, not a whole lot. Nothing more than usual. I because I just got the second vaccination shot, and you have to wait 14 days after that until you're officially fully vaccinated. So I've still been doing a lot of the regular stuff that I've been doing, going to the grocery store, things like that, but nothing too extra yet because I got a couple days left. Okay. Well, I was supposed to get my first one yesterday, but they texted me, called me the day of the appointment. And it's like, we oh, don't have no. any supply. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. You didn't, uh, you didn't already start to travel there. Did you? No. I mean, no. Okay. No, no. So they got I you mean, before like, you Thankfully left. they did it before I even woke up. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, they rescheduled it for the 24th. So, <laughs> you know, Oh, wow. I'll be the person wow, on Facebook. Wow. It's like, I meant to get vaccinated, but no, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You'll be posting your I got vaccinated sticker on Facebook and everybody will be like, oh, my God, that was so a month ago. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's old news, Joe. You fell behind the trend on that. Yeah. But you know what? I mean, it's one of those cases where, you know, I've been for the most part, you know, like the only things I've been going out to do is you know, shop for groceries. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'll go out to a, you know, like a store, like a Target type store. 
Sure. You know, if I had to get other things as well. You know, yeah. but it's not like I'm going out every single day. It's like once a week. Well, you know, you know. one of the things that I like about uh, grocery stores and uh, and box stores and whatnot is that they're going to have, I, everywhere I've gone, I've seen hand sanitizer right at the entrance, mm-hmm. hand sanitizer at every cash register. So, you know, I just hand, I, I just sanitize my hands when I enter and then uh, they're sanitized. So whatever I touch, you know, it's okay. And then at the register, I sanitize them again on my way out. And I, I feel like, uh, I feel like that's okay. I don't touch my face. I don't rub my eyes, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the way I look at it here is, is that, you know, if you're intentionally limiting the things that you're doing, you know, that's obviously going to keep you safer. Everything comes with risk, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, very possible I could walk outside my door, my neighbor could come outside, cough, and I could have COVID, you know? <laughs> so yeah. It's as simple as that, you know? I, yeah. But it's more unlikely to happen, you know? But still. Sure. You know, wear sure. a mask, you know, I mean, it's kind of like this has been beat into us for a year. And that, that's a big thing that I hate now. I'll go on Facebook and people are like, well, since you've had the vaccine, doesn't mean that you can just go and do whatever the hell you please. You know, it's like everybody like loves to preach right now on Facebook. Right. No shit, Sherlock. You know, <laughs> we all see the news. We have nothing else to do now. Yeah, you know? <laughs> absolutely. Well, the CDC we don't need you to did... tell us. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I'm this... sorry. The CDC did update their guidelines recently. What was it, mm-hmm. like three or four days ago? Yeah. Uh, to say that, one, the big thing for me is if you are potentially exposed to COVID, you no longer have to quarantine for 14 days. You should be good. Mm-hmm. I, and there are, there are other guidelines. But that, to me, is is reassuring. You know, whenever this 14 days is up for me, I am going to go out and get a drink at a bar and I'm just, you know, I'll still wear my mask. I'll still sanitize my hands, but I'm just going to feel a little bit better about it. It's about uh, going and doing something that feels normal again. See, my problem is I kind of work on a very part-time paces for a bar. So I have to go in every once in a great while. Sure. Yeah. And so I decided to actually go out one night because, I mean, but, you know, it's one of those cases where we're in the mask most of the time, you know. Sure. See, that's the whole entire thing, though, too. I mean... The big question, everybody's like, well, you know, it's like if you go into a bar or a restaurant and you take off your mask while you're eating, how does that protect you? Well, no, it doesn't. Sure. But how the hell are you supposed to eat? Through the mask? We're supposed to blend <laughs> everything true. up. You're supposed to blend everything up in a blender, you know? That's true. Put a straw through the mask and drink it? I don't know, you know? <laughs> well, one of the things that I'm excited for, and uh, I know that we're putting this uh, this show out onto the internet for anybody to listen to. However... We are based in Pittsburgh, and I believe that a lot of our listeners are going to be in Pittsburgh. I just wanted to throw out that disclaimer. I, one of Boy, the you're just limiting us here. right there, huh? Pittsburgh. <laughs> one of the local you don't live bars in Pittsburgh. Here. We're sorry. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, well, no, no, no. If you don't live in Pittsburgh, uh, you're not going to understand what I'm about to say for the next 30 seconds. So bear with me. I will me. translate. One of the local bars in Pittsburgh called P-Town. Uh-huh. recently during the pandemic expanded and added a second bar uh, and uh, added onto their building a little bit. And they've got this new bar in the, uh, in the rear of the building. And mm-hmm. I haven't seen it yet because it happened during the pandemic. I, 
they, I, I haven't been comfortable going out there yet. So that for me is going to be the first thing that I do when this 14 days is up. I want to go see that new back bar at P-Town. Well, considering I installed the TVs and the speakers and the lights in there, <laughs> it turned out yeah. pretty damn well. Yeah. I've I think it's being pictures. very popular. It just, it I mean, it looks it's been, wonderful. Yeah. The only issue is it's a little smaller than the front bar, obviously. So, okay. So it's, yeah, one of those cases, it's kind of like if you went to the Blue Moon in Pittsburgh. It's like the difference between the, uh, it, it's it's not quite a dramatic difference, but it's sure. basically, you know, how you have the back bar at Blue Moon and you also have the front bar. Yes. It's kind of like the difference between those two. You know, you can still oh, go okay. drink at the back bar, but it's not nearly as big. Right, right, right. Well, for me, it's just there's something new that happened with one of the LBGTQ or LGBTQ uh, establishments here in the city. Mm -hmm. And I haven't gotten to see it yet. And I mean, I'm excited. It could be the size of a closet, but it's new and I want to (laughs) go. Well, it's not the size of a closet. The drag room is the size of a closet now because that's actually what used to, is where the new bar is located, is where the drag room or that bar used to be, which was an incredibly large drag room. Because every other bar had these very tiny drag rooms and uh, yeah. P-Town now has a yeah. tiny drag room, but you have to make some sacrifice somewhere. Sure, sure. You said that, uh, so you've, you've seen it, obviously. You helped do work on it. You helped, uh, you know, build out yeah. the, the video and whatnot there. Uh, so you say it's it's been a pretty popular space? It has been, I think, probably because it's new, you know? Yeah. And it's a little more, you know, the best way I can explain it, if you live in Pittsburgh and you've ever been to Donnie's, you've ever been downstairs? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Donnie's, but it's much nicer. Like okay. things are painted. The floor is kind of glossy. It's gotcha. still concrete, but it's like glazed over concrete. So it's a little more upscale. You know? Sure. You know, but it's, it's almost in- like a throwback to like the Eagle. If people remember okay. the Eagle in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, uh, oh, uh, the don't get me started a, on that. The leather <laughs> folks have a um, display. Like there's these okay. uh, windows and they've been painted over, you know, but like kind of real big, what you'd expect oh, wow. to like if you're in a loft kind of windows and they actually sure. turned it into like a bookcase and it has all kinds of leather stuff in there, which I thought was really cool. That actually. sounds awesome. I, I moved here right after the Eagle closed. Okay. And when I was getting ready to move to Pittsburgh, uh, people from my area, you know, out near Penn State they were all like, oh, you got to go check out the Pegasus and the Eagle and all that stuff. And I get here and they had all just closed. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but since I've been here, not really much new has happened. The only thing that's happened with our community establishments has been them closing. So to have a new, or so to have P-Town expand and add something new, this will be the first big new thing uh, that I've gotten to to go see since I moved here. Yeah, I mean, it's tough owning a bar, you know, um, knowing bar owners and everything. Yeah. It's not as profitable as you would think, you know. It's 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 one of those things. If you're, you know, if you're making a few thousand dollars a year, you're probably doing okay. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, there's your rent, there's the cost of booze, you know. Pay your sure. entertainers, pay your bartenders, and a lot of things go into it, you know. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, and you always have to be replacing equipment and stuff because, you know, bar patrons are hard on stuff. You know? Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, I get it. Have you ever seen 
Uh, and do you, if so, do you enjoy the show Bar Rescue? I've seen it before, and I think to a certain extent, I mean, like, it's truthful, but I think some of it's trumped up for, you know, the actual show itself. I oh, yeah. find it no, hard to it, believe it that some is. of these bars would be in as atrocious of shape as they were. Like, I, I swear, they have to be playing up those, you know, those personal relationships between the bartenders and stuff. Plus, also, too, it's kind of like, how's this place even still in business if it was that bad whenever you came in there, you know? Right. No, I agree with that. Some of it, uh, some of it is absolutely hyped up. Oh, yeah. But what I like about it is uh, the science and the facts that they discuss that don't necessarily relate to that specific bar, but bars in general. When they talk about, uh, you know, the cost per seat and the... Uh, uh, how to calculate the drink costs and things like that. I enjoy all of that sort of stuff. And you're right. There's not a ton of profit to be made uh, in a bar. Especially, you know, that's the big thing, you know, bars over pouring drinks, you know, everybody wants their drinks strong, you know, and you're staying busy and making a lot of drinks and everything there. The one big thing that can kill a bar faster than anything would be going and pouring a drink and pouring too much alcohol into a drink. You know, because the way the profit is determined is by, you know, how many shots or how many drinks can you get out of one bottle. And if you're over pouring those shots, obviously you're not going to get as many, you know, but, you know, yeah, you, the thing is, though, I'm, 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 I'm not a bartender. Okay. Right. So yeah, I would imagine going to the defense of bartenders over pouring drinks, if you're trying to sling three or four drinks at one time. You know, the last thing you're probably concerned about is exactly how much alcohol you're pouring into there, you know? I imagine that would be difficult. I'm also not a bartender, and I I don't know if I ever told you this. I had the opportunity to go and bartend at Images in the past. Uh, did you turn it down? For, I did, yeah. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, but I was, <laughs> I was friends with the manager uh, who who was a manager there briefly, and she was she's, – she's good. I. Uh, but uh, she was looking for bartenders. She couldn't get any bartenders. And I was like, you know, it could be fun to give that a try. And she's like, I'll teach you. I was like, I've never done it. She's like, I'll teach you. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Never mind. I actually don't think I want to. <laughs> I, you know, I just have been a bar back, you know, helping out a bartender. And that's tough as it is. You know what I mean? Much less yeah. trying to sling a drink there, you know, so. I give them a Absolutely. lot of credit, you know, plus also to you have to be their therapist. You have to always be nice. You know, it's just I can certainly imagine that that job, if you're having a bad day, can very easily grate on you to the point where you're just like, screw oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, so moving on, I. We've got uh, a lot of stuff happening in the government and uh taking a look at all the stuff I want to talk about today and taking a look at all the stuff you want to talk about today, it seems like we're going to have a government themed show, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, something, uh, something that happened recently was the house passed the equality act. And I was hoping maybe you could talk us through that a little bit. Yeah. So last Thursday, the house passed the equality act. Obviously that act prevents uh, discrimination based on sexual orientation and gender identity in numerous areas. Okay. includes employment, housing, education, public accommodations, credit, and jury service. 
So wow. as you probably know, is that there are some areas around the U.S. that prohibit discrimination already. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, yeah. Pittsburgh. This obviously would just make it nationwide because there's other areas that don't, you know. Like, for example, right. if I travel outside of Pittsburgh, it's kind of hit or miss, you know. Yeah. yeah, you would expect some city like Pittsburgh to have it, but not everybody has it, you know. When this thing got voted on in the House, it was 224 to 206. So it was along party lines. Three Republicans threw their support behind the bill. So, you know, and just imagine this thing now has to go to the Senate. So we need 60 votes to get through the Senate. Right. So, you know, good freaking luck. I mean, it's pretty much almost going to be a repeat of exactly what happened the last time they tried doing this, you know. Oh, my God. They did this in 2019. Yeah. Um, you know, that time it got eight Republicans. So, but the GOP oh, wow. never actually heard it in the Senate. Because, you know, they're the ones who were running the Senate at the time. So Sure. Yeah, of course, you know, then you have the uh, Heritage Foundation, you know, they're like, it would force employers and workers to conform to new sexual norms or else lose their business and jobs. You know. Yeah. So, of course, um, the doctors then, you know, they act against their best medical judgment, provide transition-affirming therapies. Sorry, I'm getting the Southern accent all of a sudden. <laughs> well, if it fits. <laughs> yeah. Females of all ages can expect to lose more and more opportunities. The biological males who have a natural advantage in sports and physical activities. Yeah. You know, it's just, um, so now we're, you know, fear mongering. It's like, oh my God, you know, the thing is, it has to be as simple as that. Everybody is equal. You know, you shouldn't sure. be able to discriminate. You know, based on the fact that you're gay or lesbian, bisexual, transgender, you know, yeah. simple as that. One of the things that that Equality Act could change is the fact that jurors can be rejected for being gay. Yeah. That's to me is insane. However, if given the opportunity, I would probably use that as an excuse to get out of jury duty. I just I don't want to be on jury duty. Sorry, Judge, I'm pansexual. Sorry, yeah. I gave you the Southern accent all, all of a sudden. I apologize about that. Have you ever been picked for jury duty? Um, I've had to go in and wait, you know, and see if I get called up for jury duty, but I never actually sat on a jury. Neither have I. I, I was the same as you. I was yeah. called in to see if I, uh, I was called in for jury selection. I, and I noticed that throughout the day they were eliminating people. I had been there for way too long. I'd been there all day. I hadn't been eliminated. It was getting down to the last handful of people. And so they were talking about the case. And in an effort to get eliminated, I pretended to fall asleep and it worked. They eliminated, <laughs> they eliminated me during the next round. Woke up and it's like, I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gay well, and asleep. If I had known that being gay could get you out of jury duty, I would have walked in there at six o'clock that morning with a rainbow flag shirt on. Oh, you don't do that already? No. No? Okay. I'm just, no. I'm just trying to find out. Yeah. Oh. But uh, speaking of rainbows, something, not, not necessarily speaking of rainbows, I just couldn't come up with another transition. I. <laughs> Yeah, that'd be kind of tough transition to this next one. I know, right? Uh, is that uh, the freestyle rap? No. 
No, uh, no, we, no. Like the, we, we, we have to tell our listeners that Jason put into our little document that we use to keep track of things we're going to cover in the show that I'm going to freestyle rap for seven minutes. And I'm like, a, no, <laughs> not going to happen. So, yeah, we, we've got this document on uh, on Google Docs where we list out our topics and there was a gap. So I put Joe freestyle raps for seven minutes uninterrupted. And what I'd like is for uh, anybody listening who would actually like to hear that, leave us a comment on Facebook or on YouTube or send us an email. We'll give you the address at the end of the show uh, and let us know. And then we'll see if we can get Joe to freestyle rap for seven minutes. And if you want to see <laughs> Jason freestyle rap for just one minute, let us know as well. So and, that's and what he then, told me and, is that I could not do it for seven minutes. I can only do it for one minute. I th- I said so I couldn't this do is, it for seven seconds. You're changing my words. This is like name that tune. Yeah. I can freestyle right? rap for five minutes. <laughs> All right. So, so hey, Jason, freestyle rap. <laughs> Mo- moving on, and please do not re- request me to freestyle rap. I uh, so one of the things that a lot of people have been struggling with is uh, the uh, additional weight on what is already seasonal depression. So during the winter, a lot of people have seasonal depression. I, I get it a little bit. I get, I feel cooped up. I feel lonely, depressed, all those things that, that you get during the winter. And then on top of that, you add the pandemic, right? So I, we've got what has been uh, an extra difficult winter for people's mental health. The good thing is that this Sunday, uh, daylight savings time hits. So we finally start to see those longer days. It's no longer dark at like 5.30 uh, p.m. You know, uh, we start to get uh, a little bit more sunshine. And I saw an article today on CNN.com, which you can find if you just Google CNN uh, daylight savings time. It is the first article that comes up that uh, Marco Rubio has introduced a bill to just keep daylight savings time all year round, which would be fantastic in my personal opinion. Uh, How would you feel about that, Joe? You know, it's neither really here or there for me because uh, it's going to be sunny and dark the same amount of hours per day. It's still going to get shorter during the winter and it's going to get longer during the summer. Sure. It's just going to change what time it happens. That's all. Yeah, I mean, the reason why I think daylight savings time was introduced was basically to, you know, when it, it like people were driving to work and whatnot, you know, or coming mm-hmm. home from work, you know, that way. I, to me, it doesn't really matter. You know what I mean, fine, but sure. you know what? It's almost kind of like you know, I mean, like like he's like saying that okay, there's gonna be less car accidents, possibly. I doubt that's going to happen, but I mean, um, I don't think it's going to reduce seasonal depression because seasonal depression, I think, you know, deals with a few more things other than just the amount of daylight. Yes. Oh, sure. Not getting outside, getting vitamin D, you know, or right. skin cancer, depending on which way you look at it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> depending on where you live. Yeah. And the weather, you know, if it's cold, if it's snowy, you know, those things yeah. aren't going to help at all. The big benefit to me is that it would no longer ever get dark at 5.30 again. (laughs) It would at least be 6.30, uh, which is just one extra hour 
Yeah, but it wouldn't. But you'd be going to work in the dark. You get what I'm saying? Um, At least during the times. Oh, in which, yeah. sure, sure, sure. Well, I'm talking about my the benefit to me personally. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> and there's there's not a time that I'm going to work that early in the morning. So my schedule is a little bit more of a later night schedule with what I do. I'm marketing, you know, bars and clubs and things like that. Yeah. So I'm out a little bit later. I sleep in a little bit later. So I would never notice the morning change in daylight. I would only notice the fact that it doesn't get dark at 530 PM. Mm-hmm. I mean, to me, like I said, I mean, you know, obviously I like summer better because there's way more sunlight. You know, the sunset sure. doesn't set till 9 p.m. almost, you know. And, uh, you know, I don't think what, you know, whether we keep daylight savings time here or get rid of it, it's really going to make a huge difference, to be honest with you. Sure. And honestly, I think these senators have better things to worry about, you know, <laughs> than just, gotcha. uh, you know, oh, let's change the clocks, you know. <laughs> well, speaking of daylight savings time, in this same article, it uh, it says that Hawaii and Arizona already uh, do not recognize the time change, which is something that I wasn't aware of. Also, too, there's uh, various time zones around the world that are half an hour offset as well. Oh, yeah. Like, for example, gotcha. if you um, I, like one thing I can think of off the top of my head is India, you know. It's like it may be 6 p.m. here, but it may be, you know, I'm not I'm not going to be correct in saying this here, but it may be like, you know, 1.30 p.m. there, you know. Yeah. So just for the sake of example here, not that that's going to be correct or anything, but, you know, yesterday right. or whatever. <laughs> it's going to be today here and yesterday there. I, I, anyways, the point I'm trying right. to get across is that the, the uh, time zones are half hour offset. So I thought that was interesting, you know. So... You know, it's it's a construct, you know, whether yeah. the sun sets one hour or another, it's still not going to change the amount of hours that there's sunlight. Sure. I can understand your point of view. Yeah. I I feel like I would personally like the uh, the extra hour of daylight in the p.m. Uh, however, I'm certain that there are a lot of people out there, even people listening to this right now who are morning people and they're not going to be big fans of that i so i guess it's it boils down to whether or not it affects you positively or negatively or whether it's neutral and you don't care at all Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but you know i I like how they put it there you know in this article yeah you know especially important during this cold and dark covid winter you know like we're all standing outside with a coat on with nowhere to go warm up Waiting, you know, it's going to extra hour of sunshine for the full 365 days. Uh, (laughs) Makes me want to bang my head against the microphone. Seriously. I'm like, you know, you know what I would miss though, is the, uh, the fallback when we get that extra hour at night, whenever 3 PM becomes or 2 PM becomes one. Uh, oh my God. I can't talk when 2 AM becomes 1 AM again. <laughs> you know what happens Especially though? The if, bars still close because those bartenders don't want to work that extra hour. Oh, that hasn't <laughs> been my experience. I've, uh, I've had plenty of fun nights out on, on fallback night. Oh, spring forward though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spring, plenty, pl- spring uh, forward. Uh, plenty of shitty experiences to balance it out, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the best one, though, the quote in there. 
Yeah. It helped give families more stability through the year because that <laughs> changing that extra hour just going to completely wreck shit, you know? <laughs> it's like our Uh, house is falling apart because of daylight savings time (laughs) yeah really you know (laughs) yeah i can i can agree with you it's not it's not that big of a deal it's something that i personally would like to see but i would miss the fallback time yeah i mean you know we'll see what happens with that that thing probably actually will pass yeah we're gonna go ahead here we're gonna take a break on the uh not Shreecast, and we'll be right back after this. Hey, welcome back to the Not Straight Cast. I'm Joe Cronach. And I'm Jason Bailey. So we talked about the uh, the new bill to introduce uh, permanent daylight savings time and the, uh, the House Equality Act. But another bill that is getting a little bit of attention is from Mississippi. Joe, do you want to talk about uh, what the Mississippi governor is doing? Yeah, so apparently the Mississippi governor is uh, he's going to sign a bill that the Republican-controlled Mississippi legislator passed. Okay. Um, They're going to propose restrictions on athletics or gender-confirming health care for transgender minors this year. Oh, wow. Um, So in this case here, the idea is is that if um, you are a transgender woman, you will not be able to compete on a girls or women's sports team. I'm assuming though, that the opposite is not true. Okay. So, you know, basically the Republicans supported the bill, the Democrats opposed it, or they refrained from voting. Um, you know, it's kind of funny. The legislators who pushed the bill gave no evidence of any transgender athletes competing in Mississippi schools or universities. (laughs) You know, Uh. um, what's interesting is, is that, uh, Mississippi mother, a transgender daughter, mm-hmm. um, she spoke Thursday during the Human Rights Campaign News Conference, and okay. she said that her daughter had already had been blocked from playing on the middle school's uh, basketball team because of the sex listed on her birth certificate. Um, uh. The principal said the daughter could try to play on the boys' team, and so... The uh, Mississippi mother responded back, my daughter isn't comfortable playing with the boys because she's not a boy and she never has been a boy. Right. You know, so pretty much, here we go, we're legislating based on hate and fear once again. Yeah. You know, and this isn't the only state, unfortunately, you know. Yeah, absolutely. One, there's another quote below that I want to read. Jarvis Dorch, uh, who is the director, the executive director of the American Civil Liberties Union, I said that the purpose of this bill is not to protect women athletes. It's to tell transgender kids that they do not belong in them, that that they're not welcome. And uh, that sure seems to be the case. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why at this point, this is an issue here. I mean, yeah. Trans women are women. Trans men are men. 
You know, there should be no question about that at this point. You know, but still, in this case, I mean, like the fact of going back to, you know, the Equality Act, you know, this is where a lot of uh, straight people get confused. Why do you need this? Well, guess what? Yeah. Because you have this exact thing happening there. You know, the same thing goes for abortion. You know, I don't see Mm -hmm. where the government has the right to stick their nose into people's bodies, you know? Right. Course, that came out wrong. Yeah, <laughs> just imagine oh, government sticking their nose into a woman's vagina. That's basically what they're doing. You know? Oh my dear lord! <laughs> but yeah, no, you're right. It reminds me of the argument. Well, why isn't there a straight pride? You know, all of all of that sort yeah. of stuff. And it's it's like you know, be glad you don't need one. Mm-hmm. Exactly, because this is the exact reason why we still have pride. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, the thing was too is is that it seems like nothing though is sacred. You know, it's you know, it's like one step forward, two steps back. It seems like all the time. You know. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the one thing I am shocked about is like, for example, is that the fact when Trump was in office that we didn't lose marriage equality. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But strangely, I, he didn't have a problem with the LGBT community. He had a problem with the transgender community. Yeah. There's a whole entire, you know, Air Force, you know, and, you know, like the Navy and the Army and everything. Yeah. I was also very surprised about that. In 2016, after the inauguration, I was like, okay, everything that we just got is going to go away. Uh, and it, it, it didn't. So thank God. I mean, we had plenty of other problems, but thank God we can still get married. Well, you remember that um, there's always that picture of uh, Trump holding up the LGBT or I'm sorry, the rainbow flag. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it says LGBT is for Trump. You know, it's upside yeah. down. You know, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that always made me laugh for a time. See, the purple stripe should be on the bottom and he was holding it. It's on the top and it, somebody wrote, yeah. a, you know, magic marker on there, you know, LGBT is for Trump. And it's just like, oh, you know, but hey, we wouldn't have Tiffany Trump. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So yeah. that reminds me of a topic that uh, that we discussed privately, but never really got into. And I kind of want to see if you want to get into it real quick. Oh, go ahead. We have plenty of time. Yeah, because I don't know this and I didn't do any research on this. So I'm hoping that you can educate me. What is this guy's name? The This somewhat famous gay guy who... Uh, has been on the Republican side and now wants to be ex-gay or something like that? Oh, you're talking about Milo. Yeah. Yiannopoulos. Okay. Okay. I'm glad you said it because I couldn't pronounce it. That's why I didn't say it. Yeah. So basically, you know, he was, you know, he was one of those MAGA mobs, you know, but also he was a flamboyant gay man, you know, like you'd see him on all the news shows and everything, be wearing pearls. So basically, he appealed on Bill Maher's show. He then, after that Bill Maher show, a few videos surfaced of him making those remarks. Okay. So he expressed rage and out on on uh, Facebook. He said, you know, it's outrageous. These videos were, um, you know, deceptively edited, you know, and it was just. Okay. So a case there claiming... where he was advocating for legal sex between 13-year-olds, and it was just, yeah, it just. 
just a complete huh. mess there. You know, like he talked to he apparently that he was on a podcast with Joe Rogan. You know, okay, it was just yeah. Nonetheless, he came out. He said, you know, no, I actually don't like pedophilia. But at that point, damage was done. You know, he right. just kind of started flaming out in the whole entire community. He lost the book deal. Um, he had he lost his financial backers, lost his speeching wow. engagements. Social Good. media accounts were shut down. Um, you know, ended up on yeah. Parler. You know, pretty much. You know, pretty much kind of lost his career. You know, he was all out for Trump, and you know, he got screwed yeah. basically. And damn, pretty much. You know, he's pretty much sworn revengeance. I'm sorry, vengeance, not revengeance. <laughs> what is revengeance? Republican vengeance, vengeance is what it is. It's yeah, what it is. it's revengeance. Make it a new word. <laughs> yeah. So, swear vengeance on the Republican Party. <laughs> you know, because pretty much it has ruined his life. You know, he's pretty much become poor now at this point. Boo hoo. You know. I mean, oh, wow. Yeah, it's. Pretty much, you know what? I mean, if you're you were hooking your trailer up to that campsite, you know, what else would you expect? You know, it's like everybody who ran down the Capitol on March yeah. 6th, You know, they're getting what's coming to them. And guess what? <laughs> yeah. Now, now, now they're all like, "Wow, we didn't expect this to happen. We expected to be hailed as saviors and whatnot." No, you're all idiots. You know, I don't understand <laughs> right. how anybody who's conservative who's spouting half these viewpoints can actually believe them. Yeah. No, you're right. It just absolutely amazes me. Uh speaking of which, uh the uh the Capitol rioters and uh getting getting what you deserve and whatnot. Did you see that the uh the QAnon shaman uh his lawyer had been uh, petitioning to get him out of jail uh, until the uh, uh, case proceeds. And a federal judge decided on Monday that uh, that she wasn't going to that she wasn't going to let him out. Uh, she said she, she said in a 32 uh, page decision that bald headed 30 year old that still lives with his mom. Who can't yeah, eat the, anything except organic food? Yeah, who got moved to a better facility just because they have organic food? I, uh, <laughs> I. Uh, so the judge, <clears throat> I, I'm reading this on uh, an NBC article, which if you're listening at home, you can look up. I uh, said in a 32-page decision that if uh, if this shaman were released, he would have the opportunity to again. Uh, attempt to disrupt the United States government. And uh, given the nature of his risk, the court finds that ordering the defendant to remain uh, in jail would not, or uh, in confinement at home would not sufficiently protect the public. The funny part about this article is that uh, the lawyer was arguing that the reason that he should be able to go home until the case proceeds is because he's a shy and uh, peaceful person, which obviously he pushed past all of those police officers and guards and broke into the Capitol while shouting things like 
hang the Dems or kill the Dems, you know, things like that. So she was basically, to summarize up the rest of this article, she was basically like, yeah, uh, you don't seem that peaceful to me. You can stay in jail. Yeah, the fact that, you know, he's wearing what he's wearing. I mean, there was obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, he knew what he was doing. Yeah. You know, don't try to bullshit us, you know. <laughs> That's yeah. basically what it boils he- down to. He also called Mike. He was also shouting that Mike Pence was an effing traitor. Uh, and well, they all th- think that. Keep that in mind. You know, <laughs> <Yeah. is> that- <laughs> he also left a threatening note for Mike Pence that said, "It's only a matter of time. Justice is coming." <laughs> so, oh, how can boy. you argue that you're a peaceful and shy person? <laughs> yeah, and it's just like, no, you know what it is. It's that. You got caught. You went to jail. Now, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you want to repent, you know? Oh, my God. So. Um, it's crazy. Yeah. But, Jason, guess what time it is? I don't know. What time is it? It is time for the Not Straight Cast Moment of Conclusion. Ooh. Yeah. Insert ad here. Now we're not actually going to insert any ad there, but <laughs> oh man. Okay, so for tonight's or today's moment of conclusion, or this morning's, depending what time you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we were talking about um, Mississippi Governor signing a bill banning trans athletes. Yes. So apparently, um, Alabama, I believe, did the same thing. Okay. Okay. So. Um, so they had a bill in Alabama that, um, attacks transgender minors access to life-saving healthcare. However, Alabama state Senator Tom Watley, um, who's caught looking at transgender porn online just a week after he voted for that bill. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, apparently he liked an explicit tweet by the account Bambi hardcore TG 18 plus. Oh. He describes themselves as an NB trans girl fairy princess. Well, maybe Can you help he us out just... with that trans translation yeah. of what that is. No, but maybe uh, <laughs> you just nope. Maybe, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe he was just looking up uh, Disney princesses for his kids and sure. accidentally, accidentally liked this tweet, which I uh, I uh, was captioned as. I love my new fat G cup titties. Oh, <laughs> Can you imagine him? Oh, I wonder what movie this is from. <laughs> well, apparently, um, you know, um, LGBTQ nation, um, the mm-hmm. news place that reported this. Yeah. They asked him what he liked, the why he liked that tweet. And of course he has not responded, you know, Sure. They asked the model to respond. She hasn't responded either. You know, um, of course, you know, all the conservatives, you know, like Alex Jones of Infowars.com, you know. Sure. He was um, caught on camera on a video that had naughty tea babe. You know, like in a, like the title of a video. Yeah. He was like, I was looking up some reporter trying to hire today and punching some number and it popped up porn on my phone. Sure. <laughs> Everybody's had porn pop up in their phone hundreds of times. Well, no. <laughs> no. 
I think the only way um, you really could have porn pop up on your phone is if you went into your photos and you had saved photos and there was porn in there, you know? Oh, yeah. Now that happens to me all the time. I, I think that happens to everybody, but not the way he was describing. So <laughs> Exactly, yeah. You know, if you are young and gay or, you know, whatever, you know, I'm not yeah. going to pigeonhole this here, <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if you're a young, young gay man, that's probably likely going to happen, you know? <laughs> so so the, the reality here is likely that uh, he has a fetish for trans women and feels guilty about it because of his Christian uh, faith. And so he goes to work and uh, is in the closet about it so hard that he's uh, advocating for anti-trans rights. That usually, you know, is what happens here is whenever, um, you know, you're more hardcore, you know, against something. Yeah. It probably means that you're actually doing it, you know, especially if you're a lawmaker voting on something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So and for our listeners at home that uh, are not anti-trans rights i go follow bambi hardcore tg18 plus on twitter well that's if you like transgender porn models right yeah (laughs) sure yeah (laughs) so if your tastes go that way yes yeah i was trying to figure (laughs) out what you're saying there i'm like (laughs) i was like should i be following her right now actually even though i'm not a big fan of transgender porn no offense yeah so but uh yeah (laughs) anyways (laughs) So yeah, this has been a fun hour, huh? So that, yeah, and that was that was one way to end our show. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. So Jason and I tried something new. This show is is that we basically did it without actually being able to see each other. So oh yeah, because we've always been going back and forth whether we want an audio podcast, a video podcast, and whatnot. There, and I was kind of like, well, you know, it's like whenever we're doing this video podcast, you know, you always have to play up for the camera, but you know. If um, you're doing an audio podcast, you don't really have to have a camera on, maybe just to see each other. But yeah. uh, I was like, you know, why don't we try doing this without seeing each other and see how that goes? And I'll be honest, I think it's worked out better. Yeah, I like it. Uh, it's uh, more relaxing. Yeah. You know, I could do the show naked if I wanted to. That'd be awesome. That's right. But problem is, my I'd stick against my leather chair because, you know, it's getting warmer out. So... <laughs> <laughs> We we could do it that way, and we could we could video it, and then we would just have to upload it to Pornhub instead of Anchor FM and YouTube, and Spotify. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I wonder if Pornhub has a podcast category. So, and we have to we'll verify ourselves or have the video removed. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Subscribe to us for all great podcasts are sold. Yeah, that would be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually have stuff up up on YouTube now. Yeah, that's um, right. You can Facebook. catch us on yeah, yeah Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Yeah, not straightcast. Um, also, we have our website at notstraightcast.com. That's n o t s t r eight c a s t dot com. Oh, and if you want Joe to freestyle rap for seven minutes straight uninterrupted next week, you can email at us uh, email us at notstraightcast at gmail dot com. Spelled the same way as the website. <laughs> Anyways, we want to thank you very much for listening to the second episode of Not Straight Cast and have a good one. We'll see you soon. Bye.